right. Yeah, I'm ready whenever y'all. And Kevin's actually the first one to speak tonight. Oh, right. <laughs> oh really? I was waiting. I was like, yeah. who's, who's going to do I saw it? you counting, yeah. I was like, I don't know what's going on here. That's weird because you're actually not even live on the stream manager. It's being really weird. It's like, so the funny thing is the stream manager says that we're not live, but on actual Twitch, like I have it up yeah. on my phone and we're running. Yeah. No, you now you just, you just popped up. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. No intro cycle or anything. Otherwise I would have shut my mouth. <laughs> Too late for that. But Welcome. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Welcome friends to another round of Horde of the Dragon Queen. Last time, all of our characters were met in a horrifying dream by a bone devil. But most specifically, the person who's not here is the one that I was going to make him talk to. Makes perfect so today, sense. You guys get to watch me talk to myself a little bit. Sounds like a normal night when I would hang out with you. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Heather once told me, Heather, my wife once told me, uh, when I was like, D what are your thoughts? And she actually said, do you even need me here for this conversation? I'm telling Shelby, you're about to role play her. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm a role play her. It might more be like uh, her, like victim versus the other one. Bile. Bile. Yes. Bile. All right. Well, get to it. So, gain a visual on the unfortunate, which is Bile. Or, I'm sorry, Victim. He is a little more... Like, you see the Bone Devil in the picture, and mostly that look feralish and creature-like. He is a bit more straight up. As if... As if, like, he's trying to look humanoid, but because of, you know... His appearance, that is already very difficult. And then also, his wings are obviously and horrifying tail. He carries with him a strange polearm. And he looks at you, like each of you in your dreams, with a sort of look. Like he's not threatening. Hmm. You get more familiar observed as a potential meal, or something of that kind. Would any of you like to do anything? I'm going to watch how this plays out very closely. So in your dream, he's going to continue to simply like circle you and kind of give you the once-over. And you obviously are very aware that he's probably not just checking you out. I just uh, ready a high-level spell. Either <laughs> <laughs> uh, a Cyrus or a D-Day. Come on, guys. There's, I'm going to... Uh, Grab my app, six like just grab it, like the like, like ready. Yeah. And he stops circling, realizing you're like right that he likes to pull arm. in like a stance like he's like okay and he's just waiting 
Adina, are you going to keep being uh, observed, or do you have something you would like to do? I'll keep being observed. Okay. Again. It becomes pretty obvious he's not just giving you the once-over. He's, like, for a ch for checking you out. He's, he's looking for something, like, about you or on you or whatever it is. He's... Yeah. And for Sakura's, uh, strangely present, Larry the Undead Lizard and uh, Bile in the form of the uh, Living Death Knight. So I guess Living Death Paladin, whatever you want to call him. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, he stands, they're all standing there just sort of checking you all out, except Kevin's. Uh, Kevin, what would you like to do next? That's what I'm trying to decide. Seeing that he... Uh, hmm. uh, Osiris is just simply going to be like... Uh, just like uh, So he'll kind of like lo a lot off my accent. I'm watching you. <laughs> like back, like intently, like to see if he's going to speak to me. And continues eye you. Do me a favor, roll like ten in a row. Let's call them wisdom with, with saves. Wisdom saves. Yeah. At ten. Well, I can tell you from the numbers he versus the. Numbers you rolled, and plus that crit crit for me. Sure. You suddenly have eyes and see a hundred, if not thousands, of different variations of duels that are happening, and yet you see the result of every single one from within his eyes, and it doesn't go well for you in pretty much all of them. Okay. Yeah. I'll say this. He rolled pretty much... Uh, the lowest he rolled was an 18. Okay. Well. Yeah. So, on the crit one, he actually just, like, before you even had your axe, like, out, he had the pole on through your throat. Oh, yeah. to say... Oh, and of course, after I say all that shit, but that last one... And then as it begins to come close, but you're in one of these scenarios... You throw your axe full speed with such force and stream that he doesn't even have his pole arm like up yet, and it goes clean through his head. And then you're both, but then in a blink of an eye, you're both still standing there staring at each other. And he simply says, A lucky one, but not a worthy opponent. And just disappears from your dream. Okay. Cutting back to Sakura's real quick. Instead of focusing on Sakura, he unfortunately finds himself being stared down much heavier by Bile. Like, even in a dream, Bile seems to be pulsing an aura that... Almost, if you could see it, and I'll, of course, re-describe this for score once you get here. 
It's as if you can see his actual shape. in the sort of mists around his body in the dream and it is horrifying like it is that of multi arms and a hideous head not a dragon like head more of something that you would see only in your worst nightmares no true shape you could give name to and as he sort of stares down victim Victim plays to his name and immediately cowers to the ground, begging for mercy. Odd. Yes. And I can't give you the fun, like, details from that until Sakura's here. Like, well, uh, you guys wouldn't get those fun details, right. but at least, your at least your characters wouldn't. But, yeah, there's uh, there's more at play. Are we live again? Yeah. Fantastic. So, in case none of you heard, uh, Kevin lost a mental duel in a dream. They got one good hit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there's something terrifying going on in Sakura's dreams. Uh, Adine or uh, Axray, either of you have anything you want to do in this dream? Do Adina already went once, so you go ahead. Um. So what is happening around me at this point? So in your dream, he's really just like circling you while holding his pole arm and like looking at you. Like God, I wish I was a bard. Right. If you're gonna keep looking, you might as well pay. <laughs> Um, I'm surprised you haven't played a bard also, honestly. Sure. Or a rogue. I almost did a bard for this campaign. It's tempting. It's definitely more the role play option. Yeah. That's yeah, for, sure. for sure. Yeah. That's like the spells yeah. aren't good enough to be like the powerhouse or the healer. <laughs> <laughs> so you really got to think through, like, huh. You know what? I'm going to stare him down and then take a nice big breath and blow a gust at him. Oh. Move. Okay. Uh, strength save for our buddy here. Not great, but just good enough. He plants his polearm and holds his ground. And he simply says, like, huh, that's, a, that's a cute trick. Can I show you one of mine? No. And and that is how consent works. That's <laughs> 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 pretty simple. Yeah, pretty straightforward. Dude, he uh, he throws his polearm at you like a perfect spear throw, and 
as it's about to hit you, it disappears, and I need you to make a perception check. Okay, good enough. Now also make a dex save. As the wind of like this thing coming at you blows past your upper half, you feel a small gust going towards you from behind on your lower half. Unfortunately, you do not succeed on the deck save, and the polearm comes out through your thigh, or through your calf. No, thigh. Rude. Thigh. Calf. Damn. I need to retake anatomy. Yes, it's, ca it's your calf. Yeah. Comes out the front of your front of your calf, and you take, well, you're not going to take any damage because it's in dream. But you take, let's say, like eight, like mental damage. Just like you're, you're shocked by this occurrence. You're just like, <gasps> or as Shelby would say, you're taking eight brain damage. Yeah, you're gonna wake up and your legs gonna be sore. <laughs> Phantom and, pains. And uh, Adine, this is gonna be a permanent, somewhat permanent effect. Not the damage, but you are gonna. Pretty much every so often, I'm just going to roll uh, random d20s. And anytime I roll a 20, you're going to have a paranoid moment where you need to like check behind you for incoming attacks. So you're paranoid, you smell cheesy breath, and you hear footsteps. That's not in this campaign. I know, but now you have a lot <laughs> going on. <laughs> yeah. Your character's got some issues, okay? They're both mentally <laughs> ill. <laughs> Voted most mentally ill in high school. Uh, it'd be accurate. Mentally ill in. I'm the illest. I feel like that's in... Okay, we're gonna move on. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, final one. X-Ray. Uh, as Adine wakes up, panicked that someone's behind her uh, Axray, you're still in the dream. What are you doing? So he's just he walking around away. me right now, right? Yep. About how far out is he? Oh, not far. Like five feet. Oh, perfect. So looking at him, I'm like, you really should have taken a step back. And I'm going to bring down my spirit guardians. Okay. <clears throat> uh, this allows me to use an interesting bone devil variant. So as you do that, he does the exact same thing. Except instead of spirit guardians, he summons more devils. I'm sorry, all I heard was more experience. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> wow. Alright, so hang on one second, I gotta roll this. Three. And now I gotta roll a D100. Okay. And a D100. Alright. And a D100. So. And then... One more D100. Okay. And so, that's how many people I have to fight. Uh, this is going to be very quick, but... He summons... He attempts to summon what looks like three of these guys, but two of them do not fully form into existence. They are spined devils. 
and I will send a picture to the thing. But yeah, he summons a spined devil. There you go. And another bone devil. But one that doesn't have a polearm. Okay. One sec, let me... Bone devil. There we go. So. There we go. So since you said I was around there, I'm basically here. Yeah, I'm going to put you like right here. Cool. They all have to make wisdom saving throws. That's okay. So um, the bone devils both make wisdom saving throws. Let me check the chat here. Okay, so one got a 22. And one got a crit success. So he will be... He basically... So the one holding the polearm essentially uses polearm to deflect your uh, spiritual guardians. Okay. And then the other one takes half damage, which is... I believe I rolled a 17. 20, so it would be 10. Unless they're... Yeah, it's radiant damage, so unless they're susceptible to radiant. Because uh, technically that you said they're demons. They're devils. Technically fiends, but they are resistant to certain damages, not radiant. And they're immune to two damages, but again, not radiant. Perfect. And then as my bonus action, I'm going to put Sanctuary on myself. Okay. Now... Roll initiative for me real quick. Do you want to bring up the tracker then? Yes, one second. I'm uh, rolling the wisdom for the spine devil, who also, who failed actually. So he will take the full 20 damage. All right. Oh, Sakura would also like to say that I'm the only one allowed to roleplay her. Got it. All right. Okay, so boom. Shakalaka? That's what yes. I heard. Goes to the dynamite was what I was going to say, but all right. So, I like mine uh, also, don't worry, there's going to be an interesting variation that will allow you guys to potentially assist him. Actually, all both of you roll initiative as well. I swear to God, I thought I was going to be last since I rolled a four. <laughs> all right, I see everybody, but now I don't see. Ag no, I don't see. The initiative. You click on your character. I'm a dumb bitch. <laughs> don't worry, I'm re-rolling you. There it is. Okay. Uh, Axray, what's your dex? And Adina, what's yours? My dex is a plus one with a 13. 13. Uh, the, I need the stat, not the modifier of those. So there we go. 13. 12. 12. Okay, so Adam goes first. Goes, not first, before you. Alright, so the one holding the polearm is going to strike out at you twice with it. 
I need you to. Oh, what's your AC? Who? Uh, Adam. Oh, mine's seventeen. Okay, so first one misses, second one hits, and you are going to take eighteen piercing damage. And I need you to roll a strength or dex save. Ten. You are grappled. Perfect. Wow. Oh, hold so on. Yeah. Did they pass the wisdom to even try to attack me? Oh, fair enough. Uh, yes, they did. What was it? 17. That's a tie. Ah, again then. Failure. They cannot attack me. They have to redirect it or lose the attack. So I do All not. Right. I am not grappled, and I do not take that damage. Fair enough. Well, then he takes his second turn, so I guess he'll do his wisdom again. Fails. God damn! I hate these games. <laughs> All right. So he uh, is not wise. And then the spined devil fails. And Osiris, I need you to roll a wisdom save. So that you can attack me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 14. Okay. All right. And then... Okay. Uh, Bone Devil number two gets one turn, and we'll do a wisdom save. He definitely passed. He uses his claw and his stinger. I and use impose disadvantage with my warding flare. Okay, is that per attack or is that on all of his attacks? Like, um, I impose disadvantage on the attack roll. It, it doesn't say I can use it up to five times a rest. Okay, so are you going to use three of them then? Is he attacking me three times? Correct. Fuck yes, I am. Okay. All right, and I will re-roll all of these. Give us rounds to get in there. Alright, you got lucky. Uh, all of them, because of the flares, miss. So, as the flares go up, you see a claw swing wild. A, the stinger flies past your head very close. And the second claw hits the ground in front of you. And X-Ray, you're up. So, after avoiding... Every hit that's been coming to me this round, I just take a deep breath and then just like grab onto my hand axe and I just start praying and I'm going to take the dodge action. Okay. Oh, by the way, since it's my turn, my spirit, uh, technically all those guys had to do wisdom saving throws at the beginning of their turn for my spirit guardians because they're going to pass and hang on fail. Right. How much is it for the this new round of Spirit Guardians? I'm getting to it right now because I cast it at the fourth level. Hold on. Not as much, so it's only ten. So two of them will take five, one takes ten. Alright. The spine devil disappears from existence within the dream. With that, Adine. Um, I am... Can I take my horse with me what? as I move? 
I should have asked you. Uh, roll a wisdom save, because right now you're not in his dream. She rolled an 11. All right, right going to record that and move on. All right, the bone devil. Wisdom save for spirit guardians. Yep. Wisdom save. There it is, 24. So right. he takes half. So it's quite a bit. Yep. <clears throat> and then he is going to attempt to attack you once with his polearm. And once with his stinger. So two wisdom saves. Yep. And they're at disadvantage because I took the dodge action. For for all of them? Dodge? Yeah, when I take dodge, that means that I'm literally just spending my whole entire time dodging. It makes it harder for anybody to hit me. And I'll, I'll bring it up if you'd like me to. I know. I, I swear the dodge action was one was one attack, but I could be misremembering. Dodge. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. Alright, when you take the dodge action, you focus entirely on avoiding attacks till the start of your next turn. Any attack roll may. Okay. Any attack roll. Got Yay. it. Alrighty. Well, then, there's a chance you might avoid one of these. Because the wisdoms were successes. 17, right? 17, yep. Yeah. Now they beat both of that, but. Now the question is, so polearm and sting again. All right, you got lucky. The hooked polearm was a crit fail. So as he attempts to hit you with it, it catches the ground and he loses grip on it, causing it to skitter away in the dream. Perfect. But the stinger still hits. You will take seven piercing damage and I need you to roll a constitution save. Seventeen. So, uh, you resist. You are not hit with the poison. Yeah, no poison. So, I, I like not being poisoned. Yeah. And we move on. Osiris, roll me another wisdom save. Oof. Six. All right. Bone Devil number two is going to attack you with two claws. First the wisdom stick. first the wisdom save. Yeah, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. Alright. Uh, fails against the Guardians. Succeeds to do the first attack and one more. Or two more for the claws. So success, fail, success. So one claw will hit. Disadvantage. Yep, hang on. I mean one claw, wisdom save. Okay. That's what I meant. All right, uh, now we do the claws again. So it's 18 or 19. Okay, yeah, the first claw hits. Okay. How much doing damage? Doing six slashing damage. Second claw wasn't allowed, and the third one was a sting, which with disadvantage failed. So the stinger uh, is blocked, by, is redirected by Sanctuary to the floor. I was gonna say if it's a bad enough sanctuary, like a bad enough fail, I just want to like push the stinger over to hit the other bone devil. We'll we'll talk about more creative uses of crit fails and successes because I have been getting bored with the uh, 
the way we keep just doing the same thing over and over. But, well, yeah, I don't want to go too off game, but in the campaign that I'm having, or whatever, I have like a crit table where like if you 99 or 100, you'll literally decapitate them or something, you'll like kill them instantly. Nice. Like, or, but they can also do that to you, so you have to keep that side. Uh, oh, shit, we can get Natty killed. How how do these devils look to me right now? Do they look fairly beaten up? No. <laughs> no, uh, I'll just let you know without without letting you guys like look it up or anything. Like bone devils are have, they start with an insanely high HP. And their ACs are rather lar- high as well, so if you start like normal attacking them, you're you're definitely going to see a um you know, it's going to be a long time. Oh boy. Okay, so then I guess what I'm going to do is I'm going to healing word myself. Okay. So I'm going to heal myself for 14. Okay. And then I will take the dodge action again. Okay. Alright, uh, Adine, roll me another wisdom save. 20. There we go. Okay. I'm wise. I mean... So, Adine, For this you, moment. Before you wake up from your own dream, you feel your sort of consciousness like floating. And even though you wake up, you would have woken up in a paranoia, you instead arrive at a different plane... Still paranoid? Still paranoid shit, yes. But you now have a visual on X-Ray being beset by two bone devils. Nice. Is that my whole turn or can I like do something now? Uh, you can do something now, yes. I want to thorn whip one of them. Because why not? Which one, specifically? That one. Okay. You did hear him when he said that their ACs are really high, right? Yeah. And you used it to hit spell? Yeah. Bro, I'm a fighter. What do you think I have? (laughs) (laughs) But she's not. Here's the fun part of this. Victim, seeing the incoming whip does nothing to avoid it takes the seven damage Vine roll a wisdom saving throw 14 failed Adine as his hand gets struck with the thorn whip and takes the seven damage you feel a horrible jolt of pain in your own hand, and you take seven piercing damage. Oh, shit. And then, as you do that, he looks over at you and notices something unpleasant, and he's just like, my next victim and then just disappears 
and his bone devil servant simply lays on the ground motionless. Both of you do a wisdom save real quick. I'm wise as fuck, so... 14. 22. <laughs> so, X-Ray, you can't hold on to the dream, and you fade and wake up. Cool. Adine, however, you, with your 22, you are still in that dream next to a now just sort of dormant bone devil. You get one... Like, you can tell me you want to do one thing. What do you want to do? Um... Can I call lightning? You can. <laughs> it's not what I expected, but okay. Uh, so it's an automatic hit, because he's not going to move. So, he takes the 13 damage. And do another wisdom save. Seventeen. Still holding on. What do you want to do next? I'm still going to call lightning. I can have it up for a while. I don't know. Alright, roll for damage again. <laughs> Alright, wisdom save. <laughs> wisdom save. Lightning. Wisdom save. Lightning. <laughs> oh, you are so 15. lucky. 15 is a tie with the save I had in mind, so you are still in the dream. What Kill are you going to do? <laughs> Boom! More lightning! How is it getting stronger? <laughs> or d just rolling higher numbers. Yeah, I know. Alright, uh, wisdom save? Oh 23! <laughs> Alright, go ahead and roll the lightning. Unless you have something else in mind. I'm gonna laugh. It's she, They're gonna go through all this, and then he's gonna go, by the way, the Bone Devil's immune to lightning damage. Yeah, right, that would be our luck. That would be hilarious if I looked over and was like, oh shit, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> no, um... What the fuck? Oh, there we go. I'm hitting minus, trying to remove the damage. Good 92 damage to this guy. And instead I was zooming out. Uh, Alright, wisdom save. Oh! oh there it is. You can't hold on to the dream anymore. And as you start to fade out, all you can think is, My XP! Oh. <laughs> I get that. I get that. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. So I will save the narrative for Sakura's dream when she gets back. Uh, she did message us. She doesn't know if she'll actually be able to make it tonight. Ah, then I will do it now. And uh, just someone can just update her or I'll update her. As Bile and Victim stare each other down, the uh, Larry the Lizard and Sakura kind of ride over. And as Larry the Lizard touches and scratches the Bone Devil... Uh, the Bone Devil cries out, and in a sort of, like, laughing, 
like yell of pain, you see blood spurt from the same leg on Larry. And then realizing that victim, yet again, uh, simply calls out, you can't be a victim. And then he just disappears into the dreamscape. Sakura just takes a brief moment and goes, what the fuck? That sounds about right. And then for the next six hours, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) It helps that I've known like everybody in this group for at least like over a decade, so I can I can role play pretty much everybody. Livy's uh, characters. I, I'm gonna I call Lightning on this bitch. Joy. <laughs> I do get a sick kind of joy from doing things uh, to Sakura's side quest that make her sit there being like, "What the fuck? Right. Like, what do I do?" And it's just like, "I know, I know." That's the reaction I wanted. <laughs> and then for Masu, you just get, "Oh, cool." Damn it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Give me something here. All right, so, we okay, so all wake as up? you all wake up, some of you in cold sweats and paranoia over your feet. Uh, one of you in uh, oh, that's the other thing, Osiris. You you are going to have the same not paranoia. You are going to have a hesitation. Okay. With your axe. Okay. <laughs> yep. So every time you get ready to like use your axe on an enemy, I'm going to roll a d100, and if it goes above a certain number, you're not going to be able to bring yourself to pull it out out of like uh, insecurity <laughs> about how well how good you are at using it. Charisma. <laughs> <laughs> Normally you don't pull it out when you are doing good. Yeah, right. <laughs> And now it's a performance uh-huh. check. Aha, uh-huh, there you go. Ooh, that would be a good one just to roll it. <laughs> Alright, so you all wake up. Camp is already being torn down. You, uh, one of you, uh, let's say Osiris, because you're closest to him, is being like nudged uh, repeatedly by Bade. It's like, hey, what, hey what, wake up. What, what? We've already broken camp. Like, we gotta go. Oh, Come on. We better sleep that long. <laughs> and as you break camp, put away your tents and everything else, you all kind of have this like uneasy feeling around each other right now. Everyone roll a wisdom save. 22. Oof. Five. Dirty 20. I'm wise okay. as fuck. Hold on, I'll get this, Sakura's. This one... I was going to say, this went the other way from what I was planning. I'm dumb as fuck. <laughs> we know, Kevin, we know. Aw, oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, Alright, what's Sakura's? I- I'm still trying to get to it. Oh, okay. I mean, she's got a plus seven to wisdom, so I really hope it's decent. It'd be really funny if it wasn't, though. That one? Nah. That is, again, her luck. That is. No, it's just literally, it won't, it's, yeah, it timed out trying to get to her. Jesus. Okay, so, um, I'll just play it off as you guys, uh, and also assume Sakura failed as well then, because, you know. Okay, so, uh, Osiris and Sakura are both unwilling, completely unwilling to bring up or talk about what went down last night, or the dream. 
I, yeah. Adina and X-Ray, however, and this works out because you two were in a dream together for a second, you two discuss what happened. Oh, hold on. Sakura got a 16. Okay, Sakura is totally comfortable with talking about this dream. <laughs> I'm just sitting there just like... <laughs> so yeah, I'll play this off. So you two are like, like yeah, Osiris is like panicked. He's like, oh, I don't want to bring it up. What if they think I'm crazy? I, I kind of go over to Adina and be like, it's an odd night, wasn't it? Quite. I'm, I don't know how to feel about that thing. What thing? Did uh, uh, Adina, you didn't turn into a horse and try mounting the horse, did you? No, 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 the bone thingy. Uh, Axe's face just kind of like flushes out and he gets like this pale look like how the fuck does she know about it? And I did see you in my dream last night, but I thought it was because of I cry for help, essentially. You were in mine as well. I was fully clothed, though, correct? Yes. Double check. As you guys are having this conversation, Sakura walks over in her bubbly self. So are you guys talking about the bone thing? Oh my god! I, I you always you talk about bones. No, no, no! Like a like a like a monster, like a bone monster. Yes. It hurt Larry in my dream. And is Larry okay now? And then she like runs over to Larry, like suddenly realizing she never checked on him. Like, oh my god! I look back over to Adina and I just say. It's odd that the same creature haunted all of our dreams. Osiris, you begin to overhear this, and it just causes you to go into, like, the fetal position and just start, like, rocking, just like... Uh, Adina, could you get Osiris a, a beer or something? He's evidently going through some form of withdrawal. Okay. For my private stash... The good stuff. So, as this is all going down, you all, uh, the carriages start to take off. Larry and Adine and her favorite favorite stolen horse are just, uh, you know, all getting ready to go. And as you all get moving, you begin to see market stalls just popping up all over the road. And cue the market music, Adam. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. And... There you go. Okay. Um, alright. Now I found this beautiful market list market like shop catalog list the other day and I am so happy I kept it <laughs> so first I need you guys to roll a d20 each actually roll three each Fifteen. 
of my Nine, eight. Aw, eight. Oh, seven, eleven, and an eight. Alright, seven, seven, eleven. And then mine's a fifteen, nine, five. Okay. So, between the three of you... Ooh, uh, roll three more for uh, Sakura. I got it. Doesn't even have to be out for a sheet. Like it just. You know, I, I, I'm just doing three from. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to use her sheet or anything. Okay, fourteen and three. Yeah, the different rolls are what matters. So, one, two, three. You guys through the plethora of shops see a leather worker. Um, someone selling something called Faith Supplies. Um, someone with a adventuring supplies. You know, uh, like sh sign, and he has the biggest booth of all. Someone with what looks like pirate gear or fishing gear, and a magical supply guy. And then a couple more. Hang on. 11, 14, 15. All right, so. You also see an art and game store. Like, this guy has, like, chessboards and, and beautiful tapestries all over his shop. Uh, I want to go to the Faith store real quick. And then you also see a potion shop and an arcane shop. I want to go to the potion shop. All right. So as you guys get off the wagons, and the wagons are moving rather slowly, uh, apparently a lot of the guards and merchants are stopping to look at things. So where does each person want to go? I heard Faith Shop. Uh, Kevin, where do you want to go? Pirate Shop, clearly. <laughs> pirate Shop, okay. The Pirate Shop's pretty small, I'll tell you. But... That's fine. So, although pointless, since yours is the second on the list, I'll go to Adam's first. Adam, uh, do me a favor. Roll a D four and re-roll on threes. Okay, so you first come across the faith tools. For the like tools of the of different faiths. This includes a couple musical instruments, a herbalism kit, and calligrapher supplies, oddly enough. I'm not interested in any of that. Do you want to keep looking at the store? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I, I'm basically looking to see if there's any type of, uh, you know, armor or weapons. Ah, so here there is not. Then you I see mostly supplies, holy symbols, flasks, candles, scripture books. A couple potions of healing and a few other like odds and ends, but seeing any Odin. other religion on here besides Odin literally makes Axray just kind of and just walk. Oh yeah, away. this guy is definitely a world traveler of all faiths kind of person. Alright, well I'm going to try to figure out which one would have like enchanted armor. What was in between the uh pirate shop in the art and game supply store. You said there was another one. I just missed writing oh, it down. That was a magical theme. Magically themed place. 
a small a small venue with like a lot of arcane focuses hung on the hung on like the sides of the stall and then what looks like a large shelf of different small boxes of components several hundred little boxes like one of them says like coal dust one of them says like ground ruby like all sorts of weird shit i was just curious because i missed it in your list say again I was just curious because I had missed it in writing. I was writing your list down as you were saying it. Got you. Got you. But yeah, so as you've gone to the pirate theme store, uh, you find a fishing spear, a net that looks like it was probably used for combat, but it's been repurposed, or at least it's being sold as a fishing net. And then also you find some fishing tackle inside of what turns out to be the roof of this guy's stall. Is just an upturned rowboat. <laughs> and then he also has buckets and buckets of fish bait. That's very much fishy. Is Shark it bait. good Ooh, bait or like cheap bait? It's uh it's assorted. Like there's worms in there, and there's definitely also like tiny fish in one of the buckets, and then there's also just kind of like little crawdads and other weird things. All live bait, that's for sure. Oh. Uh. You know, reminiscing of my, uh, just, you know, pirate days of being at sea, how much uh, is, is our fishing spear? So the fishing spear, uh, oh, well, let me tell you. The fishing spear, it's a good, it's a good one. So I can sell it to you for since i just need a little bit of money to keep going up the way how about one gold piece i can do that that yes I, yeah yeah so i toss him the coin or whatever next all right I'll he hands it. you a fishing spear it's just like a normal spear but the tip is slightly barbed okay as a as a professional negotiator i want to slap you for leaving money on the table Uh, it's 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 not much in comparison to what I have. All right. Anything else from here? <clears throat> <laughs> nope. Not at all. I'm good. Nope. Okay. All right. And then we cut to um, Adine at the potion shop. Adine, you walk in, and it is the more basic of potions. You see, like, vials of acid and alchemist fire. You see another big old set of component pouches. You also see a healer's kit, uh, several jugs of mystery liquid, and, of course, several potions of healing. There's also sets of tools and a few magical items, but the thing that catches your eye, of course is the item at the back. It's a big glass case filled with different strange potions. Ooh, I want to look at the case. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll me an investigation check. <clears throat> All right. So let me grab a book. All right. So, Olivia, I'm going to let you pick. Give me a number one through seven. Six. Okay, Monsters of the Multiverse. That's a 
<clears throat> That's one way to go. Buying a pet? <laughs> I could. Okay, so... <clears throat> I'll give this a quick run through, see if there's anything I can actually roll with. Ew, gross. Ooh, there's something I could offer that's kind of weird. You see one bottle that is marked ASMR Essence. And then we're dividing by four. So uh, pick a number one through, or actually roll me a D100. Like I said, I had a better setup for this tonight, guys. But because my wonderful little 11-year-old MacBook here... Yeah. That kind of went out the went out the door. Um, oh, gross. <clears throat> you also find a bottle that seems to be filled with a grayish liquid. And it seems to have skin with, like, tattoos. Uh, I want that one. You want that one? I want that one. Okay, I'm still going to tell you the third one. So roll me another D100. Fifty-five. Okay, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ooh, that's interesting. Eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, <clears throat> sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. 21, 22, we're coming close, guys. 52. <laughs> 53, 54, and 55. Oh, cool. You see a bunch of bottles, all with the same labels, that all say bottled music. Yes. One And one of them, I'm so happy. This, this is right bag on your pipes. 55. It says bagpipe. Beautiful. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so... The bottled bagpipe is going to... Uh, they all have prices listed on them. Uh, the merchant comes over. He's like, oh, I see you're checking out our more rare stock. So, what are you thinking? I would like the bagpipe music and the gray skin-looking thing with the swirly tattoos. Oh, my. You're willing to... Oh, indeed. Okay. Um, so... Do you know what that is? No, but I like the way it looks. So that is the Goliath's Goliath's growth potion. If you what are does wielding, it do? well, it has three possible effects. One is it will grow you to the size of a Goliath for a full day with the strength of a Goliath. Two. It can grow a weapon 
uh, to the size of a Goliath's use. It's quite interesting how it does it. The, the, the potion is so masterfully made. The third, this one is a bit less helpful, except in a real pinch, is if poured on the ground and you say this word and he like shows you like a piece of paper but it's folded, this command phrase, you can summon a Goliath spirit to essentially fight by your side for one full minute. Nice. Definitely want it. Okay, that will be 250 gold pieces. Absolutely not. You have to give me a better price. <laughs> well, let me uh, let me think, and I'm going to roll a d100 to decide how busy and how much money he's made today. Okay, that hasn't been great. All right, so he looks at you. He's like, "Ah, well, let me uh, tell you what. What have you got to trade?" And I might be able to come down to about one seventy-five. Very complicated, evidently. I can trade you two gnome battle picks. Interesting. I don't have any of those. I could definitely trade them with the uh, the weapons merchants around here. Okay, what else can you give me? I can. I may need a little bit more to sweeten the deal, as it were. <clears throat> well, I've got some rope I'm willing to part with. Mm, I'm afraid I've got just quite enough rope. I'm afraid I don't have much else to trade. Well, uh, I'm very sorry. I can't really offer you that. Um, as he's telling you this, he does hand you, almost as a consolation prize, he hands you the bagpipe. It's like one gold piece for this. I'll take that. It's, uh, it's, quite, a, it's quite a nice little thing. It will not run out unless you break the bottle. So if you just uncap the lid, it'll just keep going? It'll just keep going. Beautiful, I love it. One hit wasn't very sad in the world. Meh! <laughs> roll, roll me a d10 as well. Okay. Seven. Thank, God. Thank God you didn't roll a nine. That one just says mime. Uh, he also hands you another one. This one is of a loot. Give you that one for free as a sort of, sorry we couldn't make a better deal. And I need you to roll an Arcana check for me real quick. Oh, nat 20. Okay, yeah. Uh, so this is part of your, like, side quest that I've been trying to find a way to introduce anyway. This works. As you walk around the potion shop, you see a weird hat. And as you look at this weird hat, 
you get the uncomfortable impression that it's looking at you. Great, more paranoia. Love that. It's going to sort <laughs> you into a house, Liv. A weird hat. So, as the weird hat looks back at you, you do see it's moving of its own accord, and the potion master goes over and just starts talking to it. And he basically... The sorting like, hat? He starts looking at you like... Like, her? Really? Interesting. Are you sure? I'm gonna slowly start to, like, sidestep towards, like, the exit. Um, so he basically looks at you like, my, my, my dear girl, wait, wait. Y yes? You do not understand. This is a very powerful artifact. It can do no harm, per se. But it has the power to grant wonders. And as he, like, just holds the hat up to you, you literally see, like, the sort of fabric-y eyes looking at you. And they- and one of them gives you, like, a wink. Creepy. <laughs> and he's like, I swear to you, it is the greatest gift to have this hat, which just told me that it wants to go with you. It is a blessing. And how much does this blessing cost? I cannot put a price on such a thing. It is completely free. Truly? Yes. Under the condition that I teach you how to use it. Okay. And he sets the hat upside down on the ground and steps inside of it and is gone. I'll, like, kind of hover over it for a second, and then, uh, like, get in a little closer, and then decide to follow. Like, just you, dip my toe in. You land very daintily, as the way you entered, in, wearing the hat now, weirdly, uh, in a completely wrecked, like, homestead. Like, there definitely was a house, and it's been destroyed. There definitely was, like, farmland. It's been decimated. And there absolutely was, like, a couple other outbuildings that are all gone. You Just unlocked trauma. <laughs> story of my life. So, as you look around, he says, This was once the home of one of the greatest inventors in all the world. He died many, many centuries ago, but he created great things. He is the one who developed the first grenade, as it were. You know, he the explosive devices for combat. They, it's a, it's a wonder that this hat would choose a new master, as it were. But there is a cost to this acceptance, which is. It is your job to fix and tend this great place. Okay. 
With that, I need you to roll a another Arcana. Uh, Twelve. Okay, that is good enough for the first step here. Uh, the book that is on top of your head, like, leans back a little bit and spits out a spell book. Cool. And the spell book has a title, and it says, uh, Pocket Wonders. If you'd like to glance through the spells, I can give you some examples. Uh, sure. Okay, so as you open the book, it's almost as if it's like the pages... Like, as you flip back and forth, the pages never stay the same. It's almost as if it's showing you the options of what you could do and what you're, what it wants you to do. And the book first shows you one simple spell and then several others that are, like, really complicated, like you're not ready for those. One simple spell which just says, uh, Reclaim. And it requires a pinch of grass from the real world. I do like grass. You might so, have some on your boots. Ooh, that's a good thought. Can go I check my boot? <laughs> yeah, unless you crit failed, I was going to say a yes. Uh, yeah, you do have grass on your boots. <laughs> <laughs> if you crit fail, like, you somehow are clean for the first time in this 60-day journey. Yeah. <laughs> you showered recently and lost all your clothes. <laughs> so, do you cast the spell to see how it works, or are you going to be hesitant first? I'm going to cast it. Why not? Yeah, that sounds like the Adina we know. Yeah. <laughs> as you cast it, the house, as I said, it was obliterated, like, fallen over. It just bursts off and, like, flies out into, like, the, the open realm of the sky of where you are. Every building, every spot gone is now completely reclaimed with beautiful, lush, not too tall, kind of the perfect height for walking in, grass. I like grass. And then the, uh, the shop owner simply, like, tells you, I hope to see you again when you've worked on this quite a bit. The last man had built an alchemy lab, a tinkering workshop, a home, and you are able to bring friends in. However, if they harm this place, I will warn thee. It has guardians of a sort. I will protect it. <clears throat> I feel you... sort of a tie to the nature here. Good. 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 Well, this was a fun transaction, and as a small parting gift, I can't give you my Goliath potion, but he hands you, uh, hang on. Mm. I should probably add that other potion to my, uh, inventory. The goofy two things it would well I only remember the one <clears throat> so you get a cloak like he pulls a cloak out from the hat as well 
covered in leaves, twigs, and gears. Cool. And he just hands it to you like it has no magical properties. It simply labels you to other shopkeepers of this great tinkerer's following as a follower. And they may be willing to negotiate with you a bit on prices, ingredients for free. Oh, speaking of which, and then he hands you a single piece of like like a like a ball of dirt, literally. And then he's just like, trust me, you'll need it. And then he just like pokes the hat and the, and you just see him sort of poof like upwards into the sky he never told you how to leave <laughs> he, he just told you. you how to leave your campaign's there now for the rest of the time <laughs> and the DNA will begin her journey on Wednesdays from here on out. <laughs> right so little. she would die two nights of staying up till 1030 oh god <laughs> Nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So, um, as you explore your new home, uh, oh, would you like to check the book for any more spells before you exit? Um, I'm just gonna tuck it into my pocket. Okay. Yeah, I have to. Now that that spreadsheet of mine got de- got destroyed, I need to rewrite that list. But there's like a hundred or so different weird little spells to turn that cool little, like, open area of yours into, like, whatever you want. And don't worry, you're not stuck to, like, what... If you, if you come up with ideas, you just tell me, and we will discuss. Oh, I, I already have ideas. Yeah, I figured as much. And then I have, like, the basics, like, there's a there's a set of spells that will eventually get you, like, by using these ingredients, you'll get, like... An alchemist lab, and then alchemy ingredients will start to grow in your farms, and then this, and then this, and then this, and just several, a whole path of options for each sort of branch of, like, homesteading. I'm waiting to see how dark this gets. And then any ideas you come up with, just tell me, and we'll figure out a path on how to get to that as well. But, alright. Now, with the shops I told you guys, is anyone else going to go shopping again i am i want to go to an armor merchant okay uh roll investigation okay hold on one second oof um you get distracted and i need you to roll a d20 And end up one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. At the magical themed uh you know, little stall. Does it seem like they have any magical armor? Or No, no. The guy it... literally has uh a, like piles of crystals, orbs, rods, staves, and wands. As well as a pretty well stocked component like pouch filling station and an empty spell book. Would yeah, you like I... to try one? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So your face says it all. <laughs> you were attracted to the shiny orbs and then you're like, wait, I don't need this. <clears throat> I mean, he could have had a diamond. Investigation but... one more time. <laughs> 
Not much better. Slightly better, and because of how far you are from the shop I was aiming at, uh, ooh, so you don't quite make it to the blacksmith because you get distracted by just seeing any armor at all as you pass the leather worker. So I'm going to go up to him and talk to him. Uh, excuse me, sir. Do you have a, a moment? Ah, yes. Uh, what can I do for you? Uh, do you happen to have any armor, some leather that would be of a higher quality, <coughs> almost of a magical quality? Oh, oh no, I'm very sorry. Uh, nothing like that. But i uh, tell you what. And he like starts, he pulls out his leather worker's tools and <clears throat> and a drum and <laughs> I'm gonna have fun with this and as uh, as he's starting to work on a, uh, a set of studded leather armor <clears throat> he start uh, you see a small child come out from like under his desk and just starts like banging on the drum and you get the hint of like a tiny, tiny bit of magical influence coming from the drum and the boy. Okay. <clears throat> you may have just met the youngest bard in existence. Derek in his youth? Yes. This is Aramil, years before the... <laughs> I was about to say Aramil begins. <laughs> it all depends on what we consider the timeline. <clears throat> um, so... As this continues, I need you to roll. Ooh, you know what? One uh, d ten. Well, just so you know, I'm looking for medium armor. I'm not looking for light. Oh. Well then, uh, would you like to interrupt him? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Excuse me, sir. I I appreciate the great work and effort you're going into, but I'm looking for something that might be a little bit more durable. He looks at you he's like, ah, well, uh, unfortunately, I can't offer anything more durable. What I can do is I can modify the studs in this using my boy's uh, magic abilities there to potentially be resistant to a type of damage. I, I greatly appreciate the effort, sir, but it, it would defeat the purpose at the moment. All right, well, uh, that's unfortunate, and as he... <clears throat> begins to like pull off the magical like the shining studs he was putting into the armor I need you to roll an arcana check okay while I, while he's doing that though I throw two gold pieces over at the bard boy okay nine oh. alright so bard boy uh, pulls out a actual like bodrin like the two sided um, what's the word I'm looking for I don't know what it's called, but it's basically the drumstick of like a of like the the Irish like drum, like war drum, the Bodrin. And <clears throat> he begins to play this thing much more effectively. And I need you to roll a D twenty. My rolls are not going well tonight. <laughs> Same. So, what are you wearing right now? Scale mail. Okay. Uh, you notice the, some of the scales, a couple of them, begin to sort of crackle with lightning. Does it hurt? 
Nope. Uh, I just look at him. Thank you. He says, no problem. And then... Does that uh, do to... anything, or am I just here? <laughs> so, I'll... Uh, so basically, your armor has a one-time immunity to lightning damage. <clears throat> one time. <laughs> so, what if you think it's mad at you and thunder... <laughs> You know, fighting bolts or whatever. I haven't set as a note, so I'm good. Or if I accidentally get too close with my axe. Yep. That, that I'm scared to use. <laughs> I would like to really still go. We got wasted on like someone like getting too much static from where he's yeah. on carpet. Stuff above sending you. I would still you really should. like to try to find it. The <laughs> blacksmith. <laughs> You want the blacksmith. Okay, so you move down to the blacksmith. You can see him from the leather worker. And you get over there and are talking to him. And he's a gruff, sort of, uh, you know, grumpy looking half orc. He has a plethora of weapons and armor available. I look at him and say, sir, I. I I do have this very ornate sense set of plate mail, if you'd like it. And I show it to him the uh, from the Death Knight that I took the armor off of. Oh, oh my God, that is that is pristine. That is hmm. okay. What was wearing? What what was this? Like who? This is not worn by like a normal person. What? What no, at this? one at one point, and I I start to, and I'm telling the truth, but I'm kind of flaring it out a little bit. I'm just gonna say, it once was worn by a paladin of great renown. Hmm, he is definitely questioning that because the because the aura that it's giving off is not of a paladin of like good good energies. It is very very oppressive. I never said that it was a good paladin, though. You didn't. You're right. But the word paladin definitely has an implication. Um, so I need you to roll for not deception, but persuasion. 15. All right. Good enough. He's like, hmm, interesting. I'm guessing he wasn't a, uh, a friendly sort. Otherwise, you wouldn't have the armor, and I wouldn't feel like I'm about to be murdered by demons. No, the demons are kept quite back at our stall right now, but you don't have to worry uh, about that right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ignore that terrifying thought that you just put in my brain and um, move on. So, and then he starts uh, like checking the armor's quality with different tools. He hits it with a, uh, he touches it with like a like a crystal, and the color of just pitch black enters this little white crystal, and he's like, oh. Interesting. Very unique, yes. I won't say unique. It's not the first time I've run into pure necrotic energy, but it is a rarity, to say the least. So, I can offer you about 800 gold for it. 
Hmm. See, you know, I I feel like when we get to town, I could probably get more. That is true. However, you're not in town, and also, you're and here at the stalls looking for something. That is true. Maybe you could work a switch for me. Hmm. All right. How about instead, I get to take most of this for that 800. But as part of a little trade, maybe we, maybe I could get you something you're looking for. That doesn't treat me. What I am looking for is some high quality armor. Not, not quite plate mail, otherwise I would just wear this. But some good quality medium armor, maybe enchanted. Right, or a second. good sword. Grab a book. Can I walk up to the blacksmith with him? Uh, like yes, you there. can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you be I, I kind of like give him the eye and be like, "Do not ruin this deal for me." <laughs> <laughs> you see, I just, I just have like, I have, I have, I still have it in my So I have chit, chit, the chainmail and the splint armor <laughs> still. Oh God. Yeah. I just like set them down and like, no, no, I want to see how this goes. <laughs> and he is like so infatuated with like this this other armor that he's already been handing. He's like, uh, uh, shh. <laughs> we'll talk later. We'll talk later. He talks to you like I do. Hmm. It's, it's a conversation. So, as he's looking through everything, um. Adam, I need you to roll five d20s. So first he shows you uh, another plate mail, and then he realizes, like, oh, you can't, you can't seem to, you don't have the shoulders for this. No, I don't. Damnable. Then he keeps going. Um, ten. Shows you a chain shirt. And simply says, like, this isn't as strong as your scale mail you're wearing. However, this is an armor of resistance. Acid resistance. How would you feel about that? Let's let's keep discussing our options. Okay. As he continues to root through his different armors, uh, okay, so we got another four. Nope, another one out. Okay. Then he pulls out another scale mail, and he says, "This is a full scale mail set of." Fire resistance. I'm so tempted on that one. I was just say, like, I feel out of everything. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna get fire resistance. If not, I have several more, but we'll. I'll need to keep looking. Hmm. Let Let's be frank here. I know that time is money in this industry. Is there any armor better than the one that you have? showed me just now the scale mail of fire resistance 
Roll me a D100 as he continues to look through his different stock. There are only three of them. Okay. So first we'll do... Six. Okay, cool. So he shows you... Uh, he pulls out like a plate mail and then does it again, like damn it, and then just like tosses it away. Then, hang on. Man, not a lot of armors in the uh, original. No, there isn't. Manual, Jesus. I'm looking at all Ooh. the scale mills right now. So I know, so am I, and I just found one. Um. So he finds and uh, <clears throat> basically tells you, like, it's, it's definitely going to be the full 800 if uh, we go this route. But uh, you run into any dragons recently. One or two. Well, and I'm sure you might recognize these. And he shakes out a white dragon scale mail. I kind of just look at it with this unique fascination. I'm just saying, so tell me about this one. It's, it's as plain as it gets. This is made from white dragon scales. And it will give you a certain kind of resistance to the kind of things that white dragons do. <clears throat> I say, okay. Even swap for the two. All right. So, yes, it's uh, it's going to be a full swap because this is a much rarer item than I was intending to originally sell you. That is perfectly fine. And do okay. you have, do you and also have any swords? Swords. Ah, I've got plenty of swords, and he just like points to the racks and racks of weapons. He's like, if you find something you want, you let me know. Something of the same quality. Ah. Looking for something that'll hurt a dragon. Ideally, that, yes. That's one way to do things. Hang on one sec. I gotta, I gotta confirm every type of sword. Great sword, short sword. Long sword. Long sword. Are there any more? No. Ah, uh, scimitar counts. Scimitar, rapier. There are five swords. Huh. I thought there were more. Okay. So, and you're looking for the sword, or is uh, is Osiris looking for the sword? I'm looking for a sword. Okay. Um, Alright, so. One momento. There we go. 
go. Roll me a D10 or a D20. Eight. Eight. Okay. Give me one second. I will find it. You see him like push a weapon, a uh, dagger of venom, like out of sight, essentially. Like, nope, don't need that. <laughs> uh, then he accidentally opens a box and five dancing swords come out, one of each kind, and just start kind of hopping around on the ground. And he's like, bloody hell. And he just like kicks them back into their box. Like, they're useful in combat, but damn it, they're annoying. <laughs> I could see why. Then he finds one. A one, two, rapier of a dragon slayer rapier. He's like, ah, yes, this right here. This precious little gem will cost something. So you better have a good trade or two or a lot of gold. Oh, I could definitely find something together for you. And I just kind of have my bag filled with all those gemstones and dump them out in front of him, and I set the scroll of cure wounds in front of it. Ah, interesting. He starts looking through, and he's like, I could definitely make a few things with these. I could definitely sell these for, for some good profit. However, it's not quite adding up to the value of what I'm holding in my hand here. Even with the scroll itself? Even with the scroll itself. By how short are we? I'd say about 500 gold still. Well, hate to say it, but that is too rich for my blood, sir. Okay. And I just take all the gems and I put them back in my bag. Pleasure doing business with you, and uh, if I see you again, I'll be sure to have a new magical item to potentially show you out of the what you gave me today. I kind of just like flip him an extra gold coin and be like, "Thank you for for all your help." And with that, he immediately, looking for the next sale, turns to Osiris, like, "And what can I do for you?" You're just seeing me like standing there, like on this table. I have <coughs> uh, my chainmail armor and my splint armor. Like, these are getting a little heavy to carry around since I'm not wearing them. Ah, well then, I can give you, uh, let's see, splint and chainmail. I could, I could give it, I could give you a 150 for the both of them. Hmm. They're a little worn, so I will need to repurpose pro most of the pieces, but it's a good supply of steel. Can we do 200? Roll persuasion. <clears throat> Nat 20. Or 21. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's like, you know what? Tell you what. I'll give you 250. However, you are definitely going to have to talk to me about what you're also interested in buying. Well, like my friend before me. I was going to see if you had any uh, heavy armor that could offer magical benefits. Oh, I uh, 
I definitely could. I had to put several pieces away when I realized he was of the uh, priestly variety. <laughs> but you, I can see the muscles on your shoulders would definitely pick up the pick up the plate mail if you know what I'm saying. <clears throat> so uh, go ahead and roll a d uh, five d twenties. Okay. So we're only looking for heavy. That would be... He first pulls out a splint mail, and he's like, this is a significantly reinforced splint mail. And I'll tell you, it's a splint mail plus two. Oh. <clears throat> yes. Just a second. I'm just working right here. Got some inventory. There we go. Go. Okay. And then he Split starts mail. like reaching through again and he's like, and this is a chain mail plus three. And he whips it out and it's like the chains the chain links like look totally normal, but you can tell like even his arm is straining from like holding it up. That's how okay. overly enforced reinforced it is. Okay. <clears throat> then he and Seeing that you're not just jumping at it, he's like, oh, well, hang on. Hang on, my good yeah. sir. One, two, six. He pulls out a, a set of plate mail, and it's the same one. It is a set of acid-resistant plate mail. So it has a small greenish gemstone just kind of implanted right in the chest. <clears throat> Okay. And he just shows you like this is this is a good piece. It will it will protect you from the more uh you know corrosive elements out in the world. Hmm. Currently loving that I can see. <clears throat> And then uh, one of his shop boys is walking around and basically just like watches you and is like, "There's, there's others too, but you, uh, what are you, what are you really looking for?" I mean, I'm looking for what I could hopefully afford, and then hmm. it's not so much about the. Uh, magical protection as much as it is the advantage in any combat. Right wow. now the chainmail is sticking out to me. So you're looking for something that would make you almost more powerful. You could say that. Well then, I don't think I have any armors that will make you stronger. However, uh, I can point you to a friend of mine and on cue you see a top hat roll across this guy's desk. Or counter. Okay. And he definitely wasn't there before, but as you look and follow the hat, you see an annoying man sitting on top of a stack of trunks. <laughs> oh, look down at you like, well, I might be able to help you out. 
<clears throat> what have you got? To- uh, who said something about the trinketeer earlier yeah. today? I believe it was me. She did. <laughs> she did. So I figured once I said shop till you drop or whatever, it's like, yep. Yep. Trinketeer is definitely coming out tonight. Yeah. So uh, all three of you feel drawn to the blacksmith. And the trinketeer simply gives the blacksmith a straight up platinum and is like, thanks for the sale, boy. And the orc is like, do not call me boy. You know my name. This is annoying. <laughs> uh, does Sakura come with us? Yes, and I will let her have her trinketeer moment next week or in two weeks. Oh, no, she said she wants armor. She's been oh, she wants armor specifically. All right, so yeah, like I said, I'll let her have her shopping moment and trinketeer moment in two weeks. Perfect. Um, so you guys are now going to... What are you willing to give him to play the roulette game, as it were? Well, I can give my old scale mail. Oh, okay. Old scale mail. Let's cut it. Okay. So, with that... Hang on. Hang on. Oh, here we go. Oh. Well, that's interesting, but we'll get into that later. There we go. Okay. Cool, cool. Do I have tables for this book, or is this just going to be... No, no, I don't. Okay. (laughs) This is just... You just do things, apparently. Okay. All right, so... um, So your scale mail sold back is worth about 25 gold pieces. Mm -hmm. So... Oh, but with the one-time enchantment... I'll make it worth a little bit more. So, 10, 11, 12, 11, 12, wait, right? 11, 12? No, 10. Alright, so 10. Wait for it. Wait for it. Waiting. 11, 12. Ooh, we might be getting some weird shit. 13. Okay, now we're over here. Fourteen. Fix my mic, sorry about that. Fifteen. All right, hold on here. What are we looking at? Hmm. Difficult to decide, but... um, Oh. Adam, I'm going to need you to roll a D100. I have some weird ideas. Here we go. So, you've offered him your scale mail. And in return, 
his trunk spits out a tiny cage. And then before you're able to pick it up, he spins the cage really, really fast. I'm going to need you to do me a favor. Okay, the 27. He is... No, 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 don't do that. Thank you. I get a pet to rask? <laughs> no, 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 no. You get Tiamat as a pet. That's good enough. It's a five-headed lizard. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-six, twenty-seven. Oh, gross! Um, scratch the cage. You, it spits out a very tiny ball of copper, and as the little pieces start to come apart, you receive a tiny copper construct. That has two arms and two legs and just walks really slowly. Alright. That's not good. When it gets up to your golem, they kind of just stare at each other. Alright. And that's it. Alright. I'm just going to kind of look at that and be like, uh, uh, I'll find use for you later. Just y you two go play in the dirt. Uh, I will probably regrettably offer up my double-bladed scimitar. You're, oh, wow. Okay. Jeez. Uh, double-bladed scimitar, that is going to be... Yeah, I'm going to need you to roll a d100 as well. Also a 27. Wow. <laughs> you also did a tiny copper construct. <laughs> yeah, right. Guys, you know I don't do repeats. I <laughs> so I can re-roll? <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just counting to 27 again. Ooh, creepy. 5, 26. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, no. It's a double blade scimitar. <laughs> no, that'd be funny though. Um, <clears throat> nope, you get an interesting little item that I will have to create because I'm not giving you a tiny one of these dudes. Uh, you get a living, I'm going to call it a living leash. <clears throat> and you will have to take some time when you are free to train with it to learn what it does. Okay. And you'll definitely need someone magical to also help you understand it. Livy, or Adine, what would you like to trade to the Trinketeer? I will trade him one gnome battle axe. Ah, okay. So you do not get a monster from the multiverse. Instead, you get one of these magical items from this thing. Roll me a D ten. Five. 
Okay. You get the the trunk rolls over and lays flat in front of you a perfectly preserved watercolor painting. Of? Um, that would be a seabed with different creatures, you know, sitting, you know, swimming around and stuff like that. It looks really cool. And there's a treasure chest in the painting. Roll mm. investigation. Eight. So, you notice that there does seem to be bubbles painted over the treasure chest, but nothing else out of the ordinary. Roll investigation one more time. Telling me not to give this to you, but uh, I'm gonna do it then. All right, I need you to roll me a D100. <clears throat> okay. It would have been much better if you rolled a 54, because then 27 plus 27 is 54. <laughs> <laughs> Four, six, seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, thirty, thirty-one, thirty-two, thirty-three, thirty-four, thirty-five, thirty-six, thirty-seven, thirty-eight, then I'm forty. Forty-one, forty-two, forty-three, forty-five, forty-six, seven, forty-eight. We're almost there. Forty. Wait a minute, what is this? Oh, no. Oh my god. That would be insane if I gave you that. Whoa. You should give me that. Yeah, probably right. gonna have, I think I am going to have to give you this. <clears throat> Adam is going to be so jealous. So... This is just a crazy luck for you, I guess, but uh, you have received an artifact, which is like the highest rarity of weapons and items. Ooh. It is a wondrous Sheesh. item called the Mighty Servant of Liu Ko. It is a huge construct. So, as the painting chest begins to open and a little bubble comes out, a similar looking ball comes out, but it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And you guys might remember how pissed off you were when a pyramid grew in the middle of Baldur's Gate. And then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Holy crap. <laughs> Reading what? the description of this thing. What'd you say? I said reading the description on this thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? So as you begin to, you know, 
Oh my god, this thing has to be crude. I just realized that. Yeah. That's awesome. You basically just got like a gigantic thing like that we can all ride in. But it could also Wait, also run. so I have a secret house and a thing we can ride in? Yeah. You have a secret yeah. house and a Gundam. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, you basically just got a Gundam. Cool. So um, I'm just going to have to put this thing on the map here. Uh, you guys realize I am now significantly cooler than anyone else in this campaign. <laughs> you say that, but see, here's the funny part: is I uh, before reading this because I just took this right, right off a table. Uh, you actually, at least two people have to attune to this thing. I see that. Yeah, two creatures have to be attuned at a time. If What's the name of the item? Yep. Uh, that is the mighty servant of Liu Ko. Liu Ko. L e u k dash. Oh, I found it. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. So, um, are you guys gonna try to attune to it, or do you want to wait? Why don't we uh, wait till Sakura is actually here? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so technically, everyone, by the way, can become attuned to it, but nothing special happens for attuning more people, except that it can then be used by anybody. Um. Okay. In the party, I mean. But if if uh, two of if basically since it belongs to Adina, if only two of you attune to it, I mean, and the third person tries, it's kind of up to her. If she wants to be cool with that. This is going to be terrifying. <laughs> Just look at your stat block. Holy crap. Yeah. If you wanted to fight Tiamat, I mean, this would be the way to go. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, as that just happened... Um, as this thing begins to fully form with its arms and legs and everything else, you notice that everyone around you is backing up. Oh, yeah. Adina, uh, you have something to put this, right? I, I, I doubt Bade will let us just have this walk next to us. Um, um, I, I might have somewhere to put this. <clears throat> So, Jesus, are you going to Pokeball the freaking super robot? In the magic hat. In the magic yeah. hat? Yeah. And this yeah. is why I need to do more work on writing my magical items. <laughs> <laughs> the magic hat, I should have written a size limit of what can go inside and out of it, outside of it. You basically have got the most epic guardian for your world. <laughs> I choose but, you. But there has to be people in it. <laughs> Yeah. Choose your team. Yeah, apparently six. someone has to be like accessing the panel on the back and someone yeah. has to be like inside of it. I'm super excited. She's gonna come from that one um mobile suit Gundam show where he's like, Come shining Gundam and just snap and it just like bursts from her hat. <laughs> <laughs> 
Just opens Dude, his I'm mouth what? and just vomits it out. Uh, I'm reading the uh, like the rules on this thing. Although it's a super cool thing to have, there are a lot of there's a lot of shit there's that can go wrong. Yeah, I know. I can't be anywhere close to it. Yeah, because I have two like constructs, and if somebody tries to attune to it while they're attuning, if there's another construct close to it within fifty feet, oh yeah, they try to pulverize it. It has a third. Correct. Yeah. There's actually specifically it says uh, there's a twenty five percent chance. Yeah. It will it will destroy any construct or building nearby. Yeah. And uh, never tell me at, the odds. Just to look at the damage the destructive fist move can do because that's the move it says it would use. It's a forty yeah. twelve plus ten. Yeah. Jesus. Plus seventeen to hit. It has on a, a 10-foot reach. On a failed save, 25d6. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I love the, uh, yeah, the fucking self-destruct. Yeah. Again, yeah, if you wanted, like, something to help you take out Tiamat at the end, like, that would be the way to go. Magic resistant, has advantage on all saving throws, the servant is immune to any spells that would affect it or alter its form, it regenerates 10 health a turn. Oh my god. Oh, and there's us. And the only ways to destroy it are hilarious too. There's another magical item called. What is this? The Machine, the machine of, of, of Lum the Mad. Yep. And apparently, if they if the servant strikes the machine of Lum the Mad, both artifacts explode in an eruption that is three times the size and three times the damage as the servant's self-destruct property. Mm-hmm. Which means whoever's riding it to operate it at that time is dead. Yeah. I'm sorry, but with that kind of overkill, I'm not letting you guys be like, oh, and then my death save. <laughs> no. no. But what if, what if there's death second ward? One. So what? So what if there's death ward? That's like the only scenario where that's going to be acceptable. (laughs) So we're going to put in second wind over here, then we're going to give someone death ward. (laughs) This is amazing. I accidentally gave you guys like the biggest weapon I could have given you. Yeah, I got cool armor. Forever. I still want that uh, chainmail weapon. (laughs) Say what? I still want that chainmail. From the armor. Oh, you do want the chainmail? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So after all of this, uh, the one guy follows you. Uh, the The shopkeeper comes out and is like, "I, uh, I'm so sorry. Uh, you wanted the chainmail that we yeah, uh, talked about earlier. That's I, the one that catches my eye at least the most. A, a I, lot has happened. What is that? Um, <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> that is going to save the world one day. Okay. I trust you. We've named it Trevor. (laughs) That is Trevor. He is your god now. (laughs) I'm I'm gonna move my stall today, I guess. Are you staying or are you leaving? We'll get it out of the way eventually. So, Pokemon. <laughs> she just swooshes the hat over him and it just disappears. 
just all you can picture is this gigantic thing mm. melts, but itty bitty hat just it sucks it out like gone. <laughs> so as you uh, yeah, pokeball that the giant construct. <laughs> yeah, that's just it. You you pokeball the giant construct, and the hat just looks at you like you can tell even in its eyes it's perplexed like. <laughs> <laughs> Really? <laughs> Tell me that's not the weirdest thing you've seen all day. Because <laughs> it is for me, too. You're not alone. So then he uh, he tells you, like, all right, so the chainmail is going to be uh, actually about 175. I will take it. <laughs> yeah, so you got the one of, um, what was it? Told me chainmail plus three. But I wanted to make sure that was correct because ah. you gave me a scale mail or splits. Splits. Plus two chainmail three or plate armor or plate. Yeah, it, was, it was plate plus three and chainmail plus uh, two. No, it was splint plus two. Splint plus two, splint chain plus three, three or the plate of acid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So oh, if that ca- in that case, if it was the splint plus three, uh, no, you, no, it was the chainmail. Chain, yes. Chain plus oh, yeah. So the chainmail is. He's like, yeah, this is going to be uh, two hundred gold or one hundred seventy-five gold. I will gladly take that. Okay. Well, at least I got my money back. Right? And then he just heads back into his shop, like, kind of just like, I don't I don't want to be near these people anymore. <laughs> we for, we did just while. get some really cool shit. <laughs> yeah, we did. <clears throat> I'm going to have to find, well, basically, this is going to, like I said, I'm gonna have to keep like a little note card with all the abilities of that thing on around, like yeah, that's... including the side effects and like what do you call it, malfunctions that it has, because that's gonna be very important. Yeah. All right. But with... Did you read that if it goes below half its hit points, uh, you, you the controller people go on a rampage. <laughs> Do you know that if Adina is in control of it any which way, it is most likely already on a rampage? A little different, though. <laughs> Adina is able to make the decisions on that rampage. I feel like she flips a coin. I make I decisions. It's actually a wisdom save of 20 or higher. She's wise. You better hope she's real wise. I'm wise as fuck. Let me tell you, my plus one is not going to do great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a plus nine. Hey, the guy with all the strength in our party? Yeah, yeah, he's on a rampage in the woods right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but with that, guys, we'll see you yeah. next week for Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. It is way past our time. Yeah. So, uh, uh, I have next, videos up by Friday. Next Tuesday is Valentine's, so you're not screaming. Oh, true. So also, um, I was going to tell you guys, uh, this Saturday and next Saturday, I'll be doing Horde 2 to make up for missing this pra- this past Saturday. Perfect. Sweet. All right. With that, night. Yeah. Bye. 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 Bye.